0: Welcome to the first official episode for c for Convo. Hi, I'm Toby.
1: Hi, I'm Laz. Hi, I'm Carla. Hi, I'm
0: Anne. And I'm Charlie. So, today we're going to be discussing the question why are you repressing your authentic self? And this question is going to touch on mental health and implications of social pressures. So, do you guys think that you have ever or you are repressing your authentic self?
2: Yeah. I don't yeah. Think I have. Yeah. Everyone said yes. I don't know, I just think I haven't, I'm not one of those kind of people that are inclined to follow trends because the trends, I just don't feel that pressure, I don't know, I don't really care about
1: people's opinions. But hmm. don't you think that like, when you're like with different people, like you'd express different parts of yourself, in that aspect are you oppressing your like, authentic self or are you just...
2: Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. I normally like try to um put myself in situations where I like the people do you know what I mean? So I've never felt like, oh I want to be friends with this person kind of thing. If if we if we eventually become friends, we'll be friends. Like if they like my character, yeah. they like my character kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. and that's I think that's just my mentality.
0: But So, like, you've never altered, like, not alter, like, on a huge scale, but you've never maybe done something slightly out of your ca- might, not out of your character, yeah, but something I guess slightly might, different to what you would have wanted to do, let's say, deep down.
2: I guess, to a certain degree, I might have a different sense of humour around certain people. It's still me. Like, I just think it, there's variations. And you just kind of, you act as a kind of chameleon. So, it isn't necessarily that I'm repressing anything about myself. I just... Mm. Median. i don't feel like i'm repressing pr- repressing my authentic self do you know what i mean i mm. feel like whatever comes I've, out, comes out. Mm.
0: i feel like some people kind of use the word adapting and then this whole idea of repressing interchangeably so people can easily say oh no i'm i'm just adapting to the environment when in reality if you were if 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 we were to take you away from that environment, you wouldn't act like how you would, if you get what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah, that's just one opinion, I guess. So he would say that they are interchangeable, mm. like repressing yourself. And then does anyone have that opinion? Or...
1: like? They, I think they're two different concepts. Mm. Like when you adapt yourself to a situation, like for example, if you're in a work environment, when you're with your friends, you're adapting yourself to the environment you're in, but you're not changing your whole personality. Whereas when you repress like your true self you're like that in every single aspect so like you're not being your true self i would say i wouldn't say
3: they're interchangeable but i can understand like i can understand how they would be because like everyone has a different um like within yourself no one is like just one type of person everyone is so like unique and multifaceted like you have parts of yourself that contradict within you Mm. like you're not you're you're not just one singular body you're like You're made up of different thoughts and ideas and like likes and dislikes and things. So I feel like when you repress if you repress one side of yourself, slash kind of adapting to a situation, you're 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 repressing a side of yourself that you wouldn't show to this person. But I don't know, I don't know. But you're adapting to them. Does that make sense? Like Anissa, for example, you said that um like you you wouldn't show parts of your humour to like certain people or you would like adapt your humour to um to the situation why would you adapt your humor to a situation and not just you know you your true authentic self like your true authentic humor why isn't that the same every time like why shouldn't it be the same every time i don't know i think this
2: is very like particular but i think i have like two kind of senses of humor where it's like really weird general banter i guess and I don't know, like, I, I think I'm just someone that bounces off someone else. So it's not necessarily that I'm trying to repress the other side of me, but it's more that I'm feeding off of this kind of um, personality, I guess.
3: Mm.
2: So I'm not active in repressing myself, but I guess it's subconscious. What about Maz?
1: What does she think?
4: Um, I think sometimes repression it's a necessary kind of thing like sometimes you have to hold yourself back from like displaying your kind of true character because sometimes your true character doesn't fit into the environment Mm. so like I find myself repressing myself in like um places such as school where the environment is more kind of serious or like my workplace for example like I'll I'll try and I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it's not necessarily repressing though. Like Charlie said, um, you're multifaceted yeah. and you basically have different sides to yourself. So it's not necessarily repressing. It's just kind of showing your more serious side in like a certain situation. Yeah. So I I say like, that's how it is with me. But then I don't, I don't know. I don't, I feel like my repression comes from my shyness though like i'm um, being unwilling to kind of open up to people or open up uh, like your kind of true character um but i feel like uh, to a degree everyone does repress themselves no one acts the way they act at home in public do you know what i mean okay yeah that's what why at I the
1: same time i feel like i repress myself at home as well like i feel like i'm the opposite to you that like, i don't act the way i do outside the like that I do at home but I don't know what that reason is for maybe it's because like my parents don't understand me or like the people I'm in the house with won't understand me but I definitely do say I repress myself at home and like my true self is shown like outside of home if that makes sense whereas other people would be opposite yeah
4: I don't think I think it's Um, it depends on the person as well, because some people's home lives are like very, are very, very different to their um kind of outside life. Because like someone could live in a very conservative home where they've like grown up um, to kind of repress their thoughts, repress their feelings. So I understand how a lot of people probably feel repressed at home. Whereas, I mean, it's not necessarily different for me because sometimes I do have to repress my thoughts or feelings. But it's more about me being more comfortable in my own solitude
0: mm-hmm. and being able to express myself mm-hmm. in my own solitude. Like for me it's it's weird. Like I'm the opposite to Carla. Before in different environments, I would often find myself repressing myself like that's not like at home I feel like I'm free, I'm me. I just have to hold back certain things that I say because I like, could cause like swearing. I express my crudeness, let's say, outside of the of of my home but i'm not who i am at home i don't know if i made sense so i guess so are you
2: alone i think that's what kind of makes us realize who we are i guess yeah when you're alone the family environment as well that's another kind of place that you have to adapt It's still, like, I don't think being at home makes you feel more liberated. I think it's when you're alone. But when you're alone and you can't communicate with other people, how How do you know what you like, what you don't like, what you like in people?
0: But then it's also, there's, (laughs) there's this thing of, like, you're worried that you're you're worried about how other people will see you. like so most people there's a lot like you said it yourself and you said that oh, I don't care about other people's opinion. But I kind of find that hard to believe because there's certain things that we all do, like we all take into account what other people say or like what they think about us. So we do certain things like we we put other people's opinions at the forefront of every single decision that we do. Well so, some people put people's opinions at the forefront of the Decisions that they make, but some people do it
2: more than others. True, you know. Where I remember Hibak told me to do middle part in, and she said that it looked better. Everyone else said, I asked their opinions, they said, Yeah, it looks better. I said, No, sorry, I don't like it. Mm. I'm not gonna do it. Do you know what I mean? I'm very Mm. picky about myself. If I don't like something, then I do it. It doesn't like, do you know what I mean? But of course, that's just a certain mentality. There's certain things that you kind of listen to because oh like that's what society prefers and ultimately you kind of want to appeal to the rest of society because it's not just about your own kind of perspective I guess. but i don't know
3: there's this quote that like um reminds me just kind of what you guys are saying like um when carla was talking about like carla and Toby were kind of discussing home public self um and there's this like japanese quote that basically says like everyone has three faces the first face that you show like, to the world, like to the public, to everyone. Um, the second face that you show to your close friends and your family. And the third face that you show, you mm. never show to anyone. Like, the, the third face is the face that you only have mm. for yourself. And the, the face that you never show for your, to anyone else is the truest for a reflection of who you are. So I have a question for you guys. You know, originally when we asked um, who's repressing their true self, mm. uh, Carla, I think Maz, everyone except for basically Anne said um, uh, uh, they were mm. um, Why? So initially what it was
0: was I've always been like a bubbly person but then it got to a point where I was kind of like I had some sort of let's say depressive moments because I didn't tackle those depressive moments head on when I was younger when a friend quote-unquote called me boring because of my depression I felt like you know what I had to completely like remove that depressive side of me and kind of suppress that because I didn't want to be called boring so ever since then, I feel like I had to keep up with appearances, even though that's not how I was feeling inside, because I was worried about how other people would view me if they were going to view me the same like the same boring way that my friend had initially saw me as. Mm. But then over time, you know, it got worse and worse and worse. And then I was really unhappy. I had mad temper outbursts. You know, I just wasn't happy at all. And it was only recently in my time of reflection where I saw that, you know what? I need to stop putting other people's opinions about me first before my own, do you get what I'm saying? And it's this thing that I was saying before, how people like put other people's opinions at the forefront of every decision that they make. And that was me for a very, very long time. But it's not easy to kind of be like, you know what? I don't care about what anybody says. I'm I'm gonna ignore the haters. It's not easy to do that it's not easy at all so something that I've tried to do is kind of make that the last thing I think about so then by the time I kind of reach that it's like I've I've completely forgotten about what other people think of me if you know what I'm trying to say
1: yeah. I, I think I'm the same as Toby like I had to like majority of the time people know me as this like bubbly happy person always making jokes and I felt like I had to keep up this facade of this person that everyone knew me to, like, knew me to be when inside I wasn't really feeling like that and like, like even simple things for example like let's say I was having a down day and I was just sitting by myself and then someone would be like what's wrong why you've said like why aren't you doing this that and the other It's like can I just not be like a subdued person like, I feel like my natural personality is quite subdued but I felt like I had to be extra over the top to keep up with the the person that people knew me to be when I just really wasn't that and I feel like that was me possibly like at the end of year 11 to like middle of year 12 but as I kind of grew like my personality my personality changed a lot but I felt like with the people I was with I couldn't adapt like change like I couldn't be my true self that I found myself to be because they already knew me to be one type of person. And mm-hmm. I feel like in that essence, I was repressing my authentic self, I guess. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like, um, like when people know you to be one thing and you completely switch to another, it's kind of like it a, has slap, a, very a slap negative yeah,
0: connotation. yeah it's kinda of like negative. a slap
1: in the face to maybe other people they're like oh why is she switching up like this this and the other when in reality I'm always I've always been like this but I mm. like do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah I feel like I had to keep up this facade to be something that I'm not and that's why I kind of repressed my true self. And also I just didn't know who I was as well. So I felt mm. like the person that people knew me to be was just like some exaggerated character like character of myself that I felt like people like so I I might as well just keep it up until I like until you truly find yourself and Mm -hmm. also other factors like social media or something like let's say you people say oh this is so weird and then like but you're that thing that's so weird and like possibly Mm -hmm. like you repress yourself because you think oh the general public doesn't like it so Mm -hmm. let me just like change it up so I feel like possibly like the environment I was in and the the media and the social social people the things I interacted with through media made Mm -hmm. me repress myself so yeah
3: um I really agree with the with Carlos' point about um like who is like your authentic self I feel like for a long time the reason why I would repress my authentic self because I don't know who my authentic self is and also like little things like also, like second time, I'm green. I agree with a lot of the stuff that Carla said. Basically, what I'm saying is like an extension on it. Like when you see stuff that that you um like or you do, um and people kind of make fun of it or social media like, and you don't really know that what you're like, they don't know that that's what you do. Kind of like for example, I think like when I was in year eleven maybe or year ten, like I was, I still am. Like I'm a big big quote person. Like I love love, I love reading like if I don't know how to explain how I'm feeling I like to see something that kind of tells me that kind of puts it into the words for me or mm. something that I can relate to because mm. I don't know like at the time I wouldn't be able to articulate how I'm feeling so like I'm a, I was a big big quotes person and I still am and like one of my like very very close friends at the time like would literally mock me for it like make fun of me for it mm. and then it just kind of like it didn't necessarily put me off I wouldn't exactly stop doing it because it's something that like I literally needed kind of in order to Feel stable, feel emotionally stable. Like yeah. if if I can't talk about how I'm feeling, at least like I can see something that kind of relates to it and know that like it kind of shows you that you're you're not alone in what you're feeling and like you're not. Do you know what I mean? I hope yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. and literally like one of the close friends of mine literally mocked me for it. In the back of my head, I'd be kind of telling myself, "Oh my god, this is so weird. People are gonna find it so weird. This is so corny. This is so cheesy." And like I wouldn't want to talk about stuff that I like like. I wouldn't want to talk, um, I didn't do English literature. I would never ever like do English literature like as as a degree or an A-level because I don't like the idea of being taught something that I'm supposed to enjoy Mm. because it would just kind of take my passion out of it. But I really like it and it's something that I genuinely haven't spoken about or like haven't been able to discuss with anyone probably since like I got back into reading this lockdown and that's the first time I was able to talk about it. And that kind of showed me, although like I was still posting the quotes and stuff, like, I stopped reading, like, it's something that I, I repressed the side of myself that, that enjoyed that, because of what society thought, and it was, like, subconscious, it wasn't something that I, I kind of thought, oh my god, whatever, like, I don't care what anyone thinks, I'm still posting it, and it shows that, like, I don't really care, whatever, but clearly I did care, and I still do care, Mm. and I do, Toby's point about, like, how you, you, you care, like, no one ever, as much as people say that like i don't care what people think everyone cares what people thinks whether whether it's subconscious or conscious you will it's human nature to want to please people and want to fit in uh, to society and that's what we're always going to try to do so um i don't know i I guess that's a part of myself i wouldn't say my authentic self because like i said earlier everyone's multifaceted like there's a part of me there are parts of me that contradict themselves, and there are different parts of me that dislike things and like things. Mm. So, I wouldn't say I was repressing my entire true self, but definitely like a big part of myself, I was repressing because of like wanting to please society wanting to fit in. Mm. Um, Do you so, think,
2: yeah. probably that um, the kind of environment that you are in now has allowed you to kind of pick up your, your old interests? Because I feel like now I. Could, Kind of group of friends is kind of like into into literature mm-hmm. and has that kind of helped you yeah like,
3: and like i i would say that helped me a lot like like for example we here yeah like, um posting about like pride and prejudice like like posting about like classic books mm. like i literally those are like my favorite like i used to love reading like those books i wouldn't necessarily say growing up like even the great Gatsby. like i that was such an like I, that was such a big book for me, that's such an important phase to me and knowing that there's people that, that are like posting these things and saying these things and reading these things and kind of not ashamed by it. I had like science friends. I didn't have any literature friends. Mm. Like I had no literature friends like in school. Most of my friends were like sciencey or if anything um humanities then like sociology or psychology or stuff like that. Like no one was really no one was really in- into English literature. So I feel like I I agree like changing my environment a little bit and knowing people who like are into these things has kind of helped me come through it also the fact that like in this lockdown like literature is something that I'm kind of dependent on to keep my keep my sanity Mm. so yeah
0: could it also just be that now that we're kind of older we're finding comfort in ourselves? because there's another friend of ours she kind of she told me that she was kind of ridiculed in secondary school for kind of being interested in reading but now during this lockdown period she's kind of just like you know what this is what I want to do this is what's going to help me in the future so let me read because I want to do it and it will benefit me in the future so could it just be like now that we're older we're realizing that maybe we need to find comfort within ourselves type of thing yeah
3: I think a part of it is that and also the fact that the person who said that to me like I didn't think that what I didn't think that i needed to forgive them Mm. but like i've kind of like moved past it and forgiven them for it and even the fact that they said to me like they said to me oh my god i understand why you were so like into um like reading quotes and books and whatever i understand it now i get it now Mm. and like i think the fact that like kind of they've matured past it as well this whole like ridiculing people face thing it means that i can kind of let go of it and kind of embrace that side of me as well
0: and then it also really just plays into the whole environment thing as well, because it's like, you know, being able to be comfortable with the people you're around, saying, you know what, this is what I like. Yeah, like your friends will like throw a bit of jokes, but they understand that that's what you truly like, you know, that type of yeah. thing. So it also comes down to environment. But...
4: I mean, I've never felt like I had I've had to repress my authentic self. Um, like I'm comfortable. I don't know, the people who I keep around me, like my close friends, are the people I'm most comfortable with. I feel like, I don't know, like I won't show my authentic self if I'm not comfortable around you, so maybe it would make, um a form of comfort. Like, mm. I'll have to get to know you first before I actually open up fully. Um, but it's, I mean, I don't know, I feel like I kind of agree with Anne on the fact that I don't necessarily care about people's opinions. Like, obviously, um, actually, I agree with charlie I agree that to some extent everybody, like everybody, thinks about oh, like wh- I wonder what this person thinks about me, etc., etc. But like I will dress for myself. I w- I will do things for myself, and I won't necessarily care for other others' opinions because like I don't know. I'm confident in who I am. Like I know, like I look good. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds yeah. so bad, but <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: Um.
4: So I don't know. like, and that's obviously like. You feel self-conscious when people are just staring at you in general, but then I don't think I'll ever let that affect like who I am as a person.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. But also touching on I'm what you said, you know, like it. you said
1: a good point to do like self-confidence. Like maybe if you're not self-confident in yourself, that's why you repress like your choice of like. For example, when you said like you dress for yourself. Let's say someone wants to dress, um, quite different to mainstream fashion. Um but they're mm. not confident enough in themselves to do it. That's why they repress themselves, not because what other people say or rather maybe their own insecurities would lead them yeah. to repress their like true self shining through everything that they do. So maybe mm. it's a yeah. link between like society, like what they think of you, but also like what you think of yourself really affects yeah. if you like show your true self to people.
0: Carla, you had touched on before on um social media and I feel like that's one of the biggest that's one of the biggest societal pressures that people have to face these days. The positive side of social media, you know, can inspire people to kind of, you know, start their own type of like to, to to be comfortable in their own skin you know to kind of let's say for example like you guys were talking about like to kind of dress the way that they want to dress or inspire other people to start um well to start creating content in their kind of own style but then there's the negative sides of social media where it can cause someone to feel very 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 uncomfortable you know they have to fit in you know there's this whole thing of body image which is a whole nother conversation but you know those type of things so I guess the question I'm going to ask is what's the link to you guys
2: like with social media and um being your authentic self i manage my social media to kind of suit what i i like or like mm. i won't follow certain pages that like i don't care for banter pages literally i don't get involved with like meme culture that our generation loves off of mm. no i just don't i think i cater my media to myself so i avoid feeling insecure potentially mm. and maybe why i feel like i don't repress myself as much because i try to avoid um things that make me feel insecure yeah. about myself so and you... i don't want to join communities that i don't necessarily belong to so
0: you're very active in protecting your authentic self yeah. which is very yeah. different to like me whereas i would follow things i would follow people that let's say I aspire to be like, you know, if like even if it's like certain influences that have like, let's say a certain like um, style of dress or certain um, humour type of thing, I would follow people that I aspire to be like or the way that they're vulnerable within themselves, you know, able to express themselves in a way that maybe I never will be able to. But even looking at people of our generation today, like this whole materialistic Consumer culture that we've kind of that our generation is very invested in, you know. Oh, if I've got a boyfriend, they gotta make sure they spend ten bags on me, buy me a Birkin bag, that type of thing. Like, so I think that's where I I still I
2: still follow like some people that I find like beautiful or like just generally like inspiring. Mm. But I think I've gotten to a point where I can separate myself from those people and kind of. Cure within myself to follow these people and I think that's just a general mentality that I've adopted in particular and it's not something that everyone can have because it's I don't know I think I've just had a very I've protected my mentality a lot I guess yeah I kind of blame the people that enforce these um
1: requirements the biggest impact on me was definitely social media because like a year ago I'd follow like things that were unattainable to me or which i felt were like that should be the goal for me because that's what was presented in the social media so like for example um like the perfect body type or something like that or like these influences that had like all of these materialistic things as toby said so like if you if you engross yourself in that type of media then obviously you're gonna shift away from your true self and try be this this like carbon copy of every single person like in media but I felt I feel like once I realized that and started following people that like that I could relate to or like things that I genuinely genuinely were interested in then I could like I kind of shifted away from like this sheep mentality from social media and started being my own self and like one thing that I done was like just stop following these influences because they a life that's ultimately unattainable and unattainable for like 16, 17 year old girl at that time. Yeah. I just follow people which were like in line with my own beliefs and in line with things I'm interested in. And I feel, yeah. So once you, once you detox your social media and use it for things that represent you, then you become more of your true self
4: And yeah, just to add on to Carla's point, literally, a lot of the things you see on social media, they're just facades. And like, I mean, not facades, like, obviously, some aspects of it are real. But a lot of it isn't like the couples that you see, or like, all of these expensive items, some of them are rented, like, I don't know, I feel like it just gives us such a false perspective of how life should be and it really like um romanticizes or normalizes the idea of um getting rich young or getting rich really quick and it's just like hella toxic um and yeah i feel like that does like lead to a lot of people repressing their true selves and like um trying to attain something that was never for them
2: it could also make them insecure to a point where they lock themselves in they become introverted yeah and then also, that's another kind of way that it leads to people repressed in their authentic self um yeah so I feel like some influencers
0: have had a journey and some of them don't really speak about that journey all people see is the end result but they don't know the struggle the battles that they've been fighting behind closed doors so I feel like um, kind of that end result is the only thing that's highlighted and then it, it confuses other people that are watching them thinking you know what why is this not as easy f- for me to obtain it's kind of like what Maz was saying and Carla like why is this not easy for me to obtain why is it taking me long or and then it's this thing that um and was saying like it causes people to kind of shut themselves in and then this whole idea of like beating yourself up because you're not like these influencers but they've had their own but they but they've had their own journey their own obstacles that no one seems to acknowledge they only see the end result as being you know the the rich the cars
2: the lamborghinis the Bugattis, you know mm. all of that so um something that is you can't really avoid with social media is um being able to recognize what is popular mm. and that i ultimately um condition people to think that this is what uh people want from me. and that's kind of like i think a lot of even uh influencers have adjusted themselves to kind of fit the typical look of um like influences Influencers have to be famous yeah. like it they're all, like, one image kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're all the same. And if you're being constantly fed these, like, the same standard of beauty, for example, like, you're obviously going to be conditioned to think that that's what is normal and that is what needs to be. Yeah. So that is the risk of social media, ultimately. Like, that's being so what's true. popular and, like, what's not. Like, why am I not getting as many likes as this person, for example, or, like, you might be looking at the likes of, like, someone you have a crush on and, like, what they're liking. Do you know what I mean? So mm. social media kind of exposes you to all of that.
0: Actually right, so wrap it up. What things do you think people can do to kind of stop themselves from repressing or to reduce the amount of repression they're doing to themselves?
4: Okay, so I think the way that people can, like, learn to kind of stop repressing themselves from who they truly are is to just to become confident in their own skin and confident in their own body and like just remind themselves that they're going to be in that body until like the day they die and like you can't change who you are as a person you can't switch into another person's body like your life is going to be your life it's a permanent thing um and I feel like it's so easy for people to just say oh learn to love yourself because yeah. it's quite difficult. But just taking, like, small steps into gaining confidence because the more you build it up, the more kind of durable it becomes and the more, like, real it becomes as well. So, like, I don't know. For example, um, let's say you're hesitant on wearing a new lip colour, for example, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't, know if it's cool. I don't know if this will look good on me. Like, I don't know how this will look on me. Literally just wear it without having to to kind of take into consideration what other people's opinions might be um if you have a new like hijab color for example and you're like oh I'm so scared like for example white. a lot of people are so shook to wear white but you want to try it out just try it out like don't care for people's opinions um even like when it comes to clothes when it comes to shoes like if you want to thrift your outfits thrift your outfits don't care for the idea that your outfits all have to be designed and expensive like i don't
0: know i feel like um something that we have to learn how to do is to kind of like acknowledge quote-unquote quirks your quirks are not quirks they're just something that's different to what society expects let's say listen um general society expects that your quirks are actually okay i feel like you should like change the environment that you're in. So let's say in a friendship group, if you're if you're if you're not happy, if you have to go home every day and you cry about let's say, you know, the way you look or the way you feel or the things that you do, they're very different to what your friends do. Then I say like don't be afraid to break away from people that aren't good for you. If you can feel that they are that they are kind of ridiculing you or they're not supporting your interests. You know, they're they're constantly um the little in you I feel like don't be afraid to break away from people like that because you'll find you people find people like there are a lot of people that have the same interests as you yeah. so I feel like don't be afraid to break away from that.
2: But I think it's important to understand that there are different communities for everyone and like you're ultimately going to fit in somewhere and w- it, like for people that are kind of stuck in an environment and just can't find people that make them comfortable it's like I think important to know that you're not the problem they are and you should never really blame yourself for other people's ignorance like I think that kind of mentality could help you through a lot mm. um, and just make you more comfortable in
3: yourself there's no such thing as a self no as the self sorry there's a such thing as a self if that makes sense okay. yeah, like, yeah um, makes sense. like Toby was saying about like embracing your quirks and um Like the little things about yourself that you like and dislike and also like being comfortable i feel like a lot of people um don't the reason why they repress like their self quote unquote is because they don't know themselves understanding and being comfortable in the fact that you don't have to know exactly who you are no matter how age how age (laughs) no matter how old you are no matter like if you're a teenager or an adult or a grandparent or a mother or do you know what i mean you don't have to know who you are and therefore you shouldn't feel the need and being comfortable within not knowing exactly who you are should kind of prevent you from feeling like you have to fit in to a certain like trend or a certain um uh group or kind of feel like you have to follow um like a sheep like follow like society like a sheep um Mm. because like it's okay like the uncertainty is okay you don't have to know exactly who you are and what you like and what you love and exactly what you want to do or whatever it may be you you don't have to know it's okay being uncertain and I think that will kind of stop a lot of people feeling pressured by social media and in yeah by being pressured by social media and like other people and the things that like the the other people's perceived realities and stuff like that
1: Your own journey to like being who you want to be, like who you truly are, shouldn't be limited by what other people think you. So, like, kind of, I agree with basically everyone's point. Like, if you want to break free from like, like your current reality, like the people around you, and like things you want to do, like just do it. Like, you only live once, so if you want to do this, you might as well do it. But also at the same time, if the thing that's stopping you from being your true self is your mental health, then go and get help from like a professional. Like there's so much free um, materials and resources that we can utilize, especially in this day and age. Like mm. if you need to talk to someone, there's helplines. If you like, if you're going through something that's leading you to be like this, don't be afraid to seek help. And also like just change your surroundings, like meet new people, just do anything that you can or anything that you want to do without the fear of being presented as like, oh, this girl's a, like this person's a weirdo. So yeah, like it's a journey. You shouldn't feel like you have to do it so quick, but do whatever you can to like get to the place that you want to be. You know.
0: Yeah. And I feel like for people that uh... kind of don't know who they are, like like Charlie said that it's okay like to not know who you are like explore different phases of yourself it eh? may be going through take time to yourself and it's it's actually okay to rediscover yourself all the time humans are constantly evolving like within ourselves not um Charles Darwin evolving I mean like in ourselves like we're always changing so it's okay to rediscover yourself um thank you for listening
1: thank bye. you thank you bye
4: Okay, bye. Thank you. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool.